0: I'm just going to play that clip it's again. It's obviously a balance between ensuring that our older adults are protected uh, and allowing older adults to be with their loved ones. And I'm going to play it a third time. It's obviously a balance between ensuring that our older adults are protected uh, and allowing older adults to be with their loved ones. That's the governor right there. And uh, yesterday comes down the pipe, loosening regulation on nursing homes. And, boy, is that a topic in itself. Alongside the Jay Parker and Brian Freeman, I'm Greg Hollenbach. It is a Thursday, August 27th. And thank you so much as we're uh, picking it up where we left off yesterday. And we've got some great topics for you uh, every day. Just very honored that you uh, are here with us on the Modern Eater Show. So thank you for joining us. Brian, the governor says, here it is. Yeah, here's
1: what I heard him say. It's okay to kill your Grammy. But it's not okay to have a drink after 11 Well, Well,
0: you, know, don't, I mean. you don't know <laughs> there. And that's why we've got the down. doctor on here <laughs> with us today. Uh, we'll introduce him yeah. here in a moment, but I want to play one more clip. Standing by is Dr. William Blanchett. He's our uh, medical spirit guide. I don't know if you can do that, right? You can't have medicine <laughs> <laughs> and Boulder internal yeah. medicine. Uh, doc, uh, welcome back to the show.
2: Thanks. I appreciate being here.
0: Okay, let me give you a setup. There's the governor. He says, all right, well, yesterday we're going to loosen some regulations. Now, we had a gentleman who owns the little pub company. It's uh, a, a, a string, I don't know, up to 20, I think. Yeah, 25. Uh, 25 stores, um, 25 bars here in Colorado, and just taking a beating with his late-night business and the cutoff at 10 p.m. now, 11 p.m. He got a, They got a bone last week, but it still didn't sit very well. He said in passing, Dr., he said to me, um, he said, if the governor lifts restrictions on nursing homes before he does the 11 p.m. cutoff, he's going to lose his mind. I posed that question to Ms. Sonia Riggs from the Colorado Restaurant Association. Here was her response when we last met last week on the Modern Eater Show. Money is running out. That's clear right now. Uh, again, the one hour lifted to 11 p.m. for last call, I mean, that's a step in the right direction. If you want to know what will make Mark version lose his mind, he talked about uh, on Tuesday's call that uh, nursing homes may allow inside visitation. And he said if that happens before he's able to go back to regular business, all bets are off, he might just freak out and go nuts.
1: Well, I mean, I can certainly understand that concern. It's um, it'd be a little confusing for me to understand how they would do that. When why are you letting people in the high risk population? But I I, have, I haven't heard that, so I I can't speak to anything around it. Um, other than it's just an additional reaction how how that seems odd
0: yeah well okay there it is she didn't even hear it at that time but in, in fact it is true doctor we're trying to unpack all of these things and that's why you're on the show with us here today it's all about mitigating risk at this point in time and um boy first of all the the conversation about nursing homes is terribly sad as i actually had a conversation with a gal who works at a nursing home this is like man no visitation for these old folks and people aren't coming by and just people are literally dying of loneliness at that point yeah. point." and so that conversation we really want to be sensitive about because you may loosen uh, restrictions and regulations just for the sake of letting them see their loved ones i don't know but let's unpack it together doctor go ahead
2: sure. well for, first off in the governor's defense, the governor doesn't have a good answer and a bad answer to choose from. The governor has to figure out which of these terrible answers do I come up with? And so from the nursing home perspective, yes, allowing visitors into the nursing home is a risk. And nursing homes have been tinderboxes for people dying with COVID. I mean, half the people who've died have died in nursing homes, it's terrible. But at the same time, it's also terrible. I mean, I've had three patients in nursing homes who died from COVID, but their, their loved ones couldn't be anywhere around. They died alone in a cold nursing homeroom without their husband of 72 years being there, without their wife being able to be anywhere close by. And so that is a problem. Not being able to visit, not being able to see kids, not being able to see grandkids, not being able to socialize with family is a problem and then we let the family in and we bring COVID into the nursing home and people die is a problem. Where's the balance? Well, right now, honestly, right now, because Colorado has a relatively low penetration of COVID, the positivity rates about 3%, fairly fairly low penetration of COVID. If family members are behaving themselves, it's going to be a relatively safe thing For them to come in and visit and the likelihood of a son or a daughter of someone living in a nursing home making the sacrifices in order to behave in a fashion that's not likely to kill their mom or their pops it's not it's not a terrible bet and so i think that you know trying to thread that needle what's appropriate what's inappropriate with respect to nursing homes you know i think it's appropriate as long as the family is fully educated that they've agreed to certain behavioral standards, you can't fly in from Miami and then run in and see your mom in the nursing home. That shouldn't be allowed. But those are standards that each nursing home will have to come up with. Maybe the governor will come up with standards, who knows? But it's a, it's a Solomon-esque question. How do you wanna split this baby with respect to nursing homes? I think the bars, the, the limit of 11 o'clock in the pubs is a separate idea, a separate concern. And so what I want to know is, is this a data based decision that we know from other experiences that after 11 o'clock pubs and, and bars and restaurants are just a haven for COVID? Or is this a visceral decision that we're making based on no data to try to do something because something feels like it needs to be done. And, and as you know, I, I have great empathy for the people who are in the service industry, people in the restaurant industry. And I don't know how long these people are gonna survive with the restrictions we, have, we are putting on them. And so I, I think on one side of the coin, show me the data, show me some reason to believe that shutting a bar down at 11 o'clock is going to reduce the spread of COVID. But then also, you know, more than letting a, a relative visit a nursing home, let's talk about opening up the universities. And we can look at opening up the universities and you know, around the country we see fail, 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 and open up universities, but we think we can do it better here. So let's open up the universities. And if in two weeks, because we opened up the universities, we no longer have a very, very low penetration of COVID in the community. We have an increase, we have a high penetration. Then we're shutting down the nursing home and we're shutting down the restaurants and we're shutting down the bars completely again. So, so I, I, don't, I don't see the nursing home having a relative visit compared to opening up the universities, those aren't equal decisions. I think opening up the universities, that, that's, that's a decision that's probably going to fail. Letting people visit a nursing home, if they do it right, is a decision that's probably going to work okay. You, know, you, may, you may require family members to wear some sort of covering equipment. They may have to have an N95. You know, we almost have N95s now. We almost have them. We don't quite, but we almost have them. So it's 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 difficult. It's a problem. It's tough, and but I also know how tough it is in the restaurant industry, and we need our restaurants. We want our restaurants. We want life to be normal again. So, w- what which of these wrong answers do we want to pull out of the box and implement? And right. so the wrong answer we pulled out. We're, we're gonna we're gonna open up the universities. The wrong answer we pulled out is we're gonna let people visit nurse homes. The wrong answer we pull out is we're gonna. Close bars at eleven o'clock. Which which one of those answers is least wrong that we would need to need to undo? Doctor, it's, it's an issue.
0: Doctor William Blanchett here, Boulder Internal Medicine. We always enjoy the conversations, and uh, throughout COVID, really just w- when there's nothing makes sense right now. Doctor, we're in uncharted waters, and just really, I, I see it as like a fumbling through process, which really amazes me on how civilized we are. Right. That's a, especially the United States, a first world country. And, and we don't know rhyme or reason to this. The It's a worldwide don't know rhyme and reason to this as we try and reopen and we see other um, approaches throughout the world. Even um, Sweden, herd, herd immunity, right? Um, never wore a mask. And they're saying we're close hospitalizations. You'll know more about this than I, doctor. Uh, also, I was watching a rugby game yesterday, and these guys all in a scrum, and it's like that's not distancing at all, and COVID, COVID doesn't know where it's going. COVID doesn't know if it's in a restaurant or a rugby scrum or a basketball court or an airplane or what surface. It's, it's the unknown eminence that's creeping in for all of us and we don't know where it is so you see the major extremes of the, of the folks that wear a mask everywhere and barely peek out of their homes and then you see other folks that just go about and you wouldn't know that there was an outbreak at all doctor there's no sense that's being made of this at all this far into right. COVID eight months six months how how many months are we it seems like an eternity where, at what point in time are we going to have either data or for any definitive answers, doctor, of what is right and what is wrong right now?
2: Well, let me, let me take a, a second to criticize the medical industry because the medical industry does not consider any data to exist until it exists in a randomized, prospective, double-blind, placebo-controlled fashion. I submit that there's data that doesn't come in that package. You can look at data elsewhere. And we're not, in this country, we're not. And A couple of examples, studies in Wuhan showed that vitamin D levels, low vitamin D levels were associated with a tenfold incidence of mortality with COVID, tenfold. How many times have you seen Fauci say, take some vitamin D? Haven't heard that. Study out of Israel showed twice the risk of hospitalization And significantly worse outcomes based on low vitamin D levels versus robust vitamin D levels. How many studies do we have in this country that have been reported? None. How expensive is vitamin D? It's almost free. Why are we not saying, we don't know if this works for sure, but your 2,000 units of vitamin D is not going to hurt anybody. Take it. Why aren't we doing that? Well, because it's free. I think you said it, doctor. (laughs) Right? (laughs) You know what? Sad but true. Sad but true. (laughs) The, the other thing, zinc, zinc is almost free. And zinc may reduce the incidence of COVID. It reduces the incidence of other coronaviruses. So it may be if we were second on zinc lozenges a couple of times a day, we might see a significant reduction of transmission of COVID. But we don't have a randomized double-blind placebo-controlled study. Why we don't yet, I don't understand, but we don't. And so you'd never hear Fauci say, try some zinc. Now, there's a lot of talk about do some of these vaccines that are out there provide some incremental benefit for COVID. You know, there's there's a theory that the measles mumps rubella vaccine dramatically reduces the severity of COVID. Have we studied that? No, we have not. As epidemiologic data suggesting there's a value, we haven't studied it. So it's like that sort of stuff kind of makes me crazy. The other thing is there's so much noise separating the fact from the noise, the actionable items from the noise is really, really hard. But I'd like to give a concept of of, of, two concepts here. The first concept is what do we as a community need to do to get COVID to disappear? And the second concept is what does an individual need to do to be absolutely 100% certain that that individual does not get COVID? And the understanding is those are two completely separate concepts. So concept number one, what do we need to do as a community to make COVID go away instead of grow. I think I might've shared this once before, but the, the, the concept of you have hundred people with COVID and you're doing nothing, COVID, every person with COVID infects two people. So in a week you're gonna now have 300 people with 200 new cases. In another week you have 400 new cases with 700 total. In eight weeks, you're gonna have 25,600 new cases with a total of over 50,000 cases, if you do nothing. If those 100 people lived in a world where people wore masks, washed their hands and paid attention to spatial distancing, what would happen is in a week, instead of having 100 cases, 200 cases, you'd have 50 cases. In another week, you'd have 25 cases. In eight weeks, we've would have had a total of less than 200 cases and probably no new cases in eight weeks if those 100 people took those simple precautions. Did I say we had to close down all bars and restaurants? No, I didn't. Did I say we had to avoid visiting Patients in hospitals? No, I didn't. What I said is we have to wear masks, spatial distance, and wash our hands. The data is pretty solid that if we do that, the virus diminishes every week and goes away. And when the virus is gone, when there's just an isolated case here and an isolated case there, then contact tracing comes into play. If we were having 10 cases of COVID in Colorado every day, contact tracing could figure out all the contacts and take care of it. When you're having 40,000 cases of COVID in Florida every day, you can't possibly contact trace. It's, it's a, it's a mind numbing thought to think about contact tracing. So if we as a community took those simple precautions, the disease would in eight weeks virtually disappear, a few isolated cases that could be contact traced, we could be at the bars drinking, we could be at the restaurants eating, we could be going to football games because we could contact trace those occasional things. We'd wear our masks until we're ready to eat, then we take them off and eat, then put them back on when we're done. We'd wear our masks to the football games until we have the cure, which may happen in a month, may happen in two months, may happen in three months, but we would be back, we would be back. So that's what we have to do socially as a group to make this disease go away. The second thing is what do you as an individual need to do? If you're an 80 year old obese diabetic with a little bit of heart disease, if you get COVID, you're probably gonna die. So what do you as an individual need to do to not get COVID? You need to stay in your house. You need to irradiate the food that comes from the grocery store before you bring it in the house. You need to do nothing. Well, that's a different set of standards from what we need to do as a community. I think people get those two standards confused. And so let's function as a community to make this disease go away. Let's all be responsible towards each other and make this disease go away and let's get back to normalcy it's just a matter of wearing your mask washing your hands spatial distancing as much as is possible and this really and truly will go away just ask germany it's, just ask germany
0: i love everything that you're saying doctor and really uh, going from a medical disease to a social disease at this point is a phenomenon that i did not expect The social disease that we're seeing are folks turning on each other, political lines being drawn. And I think a lot of this does have to go back to the medical community fumbling around and not having consistent messages. Where where can we find consistency in any of this, doctor? Or should it just be boiled down to do your part, wear your mask, protect yourself and others, and um, don't worry about the noise? That's easier said than done, but... I, I, it's, a, it's easier said than
2: done. And, and the problem is when people become pundits based on a position they're taking and convert science into politics, then it becomes a real issue. And so if I am a pundit, if I am on a national news network, and my position is masks don't work, I can beat that drum to death and have quote unquote experts come onto my show saying why masks don't work. So from my perspective, I can cut through that. I can go back to the primary research and say, okay, how has this been studied? What papers are out there? What do we actually know about masks? And I can put it together. But the average person doesn't read medical literature. And the average person sees three doctors on some television show saying why masks are bad for you. They might believe it. And so that's, that's the problem. And the pundit, who puts those doctors on that show is making $15 million a year to put those doctors on that show to create this fervor and, and, and keep popular and sell product. Well, they want it. Okay. It makes want me, drama.
0: it makes me crazy to uh, always follow the money. Right. Yeah. Uh, Doc, I don't know how you are on time, but I would like to not rush the finish of this conversation. Can you stick around just through a short break and we'll come back and uh, put a nice cherry on top on this Thursday. It's uh, August 27th as we uh, near some of the hottest days of summer. I think we're going to get a little <laughs> retreat from there. I encourage you to go to TheModernEater.com and uh, check out some of the cool articles that we have up there. We've really just been trying to do our best to get you uh, the information that you need for this industry to be able to just have a little bit of community Well, this has been survive. business
1: week, Greg. This week on the show, I feel like we have been doing business week all week with some of the best
0: food and beverage industry leaders.
1: Yeah,
3: I mean, really. And if you want to
0: recap, themoderneater.com, really the way to go. You can also – here's a – did you know? Right here's a did you know. Did you know you could go to themoderneater.com every single day at 2 p.m. and you can watch it live on themoderneater.com. That's a great thing along with all the previous shows as well. All's well in the world, right? We have to stay positive. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll finish up our conversation with Dr. William Blanchett from Boulder Internal Medicine. And then we'll move along sharply to Charles Murray from Slater's 50-50 and uh, Jeff Rourke from A-Plus Beverage Solutions, which is a, it's like, how what what do they have in common? Uh, you'll have to stick around to find out. Um, but that's a very cool thing. We'll continue momentarily. Take a quick break. Here's our local sponsors. You're going to hear from Encore Energy, Brews Beers, and Meridian Spirits right here on the Modern Eater Show.
4: Hey, guys. It's Brian Rizzuto with Encore Energy, the guy who saves your businesses money on natural gas. I know these are crazy, crazy times right now. So while your business is working on increasing your sales, let me work on saving you guys money on your natural gas. I make it as easy as possible. Just provide 12 months worth of natural gas bills to me. I'll do the rest. I know you're really busy. So let me get to work for you. You can reach me at 720 245 Five, seven, seven, one. I look forward to hearing from you guys, and let me try to save you some money in these crazy times. Bye! Hi, Charlie from Brews Beers here, and I'd like to tell you about our brand new Abbey 4-Pack, featuring the four main products of Abbey and Trappist Breweries in Belgium. So, there's the single, the double, the triple, and the quadruple. And let's talk about singles today, Singles or Ankles are traditionally monks' beers served at mealtimes and during the day. They're low in alcohol, 3 to 5.5%, and they're often second runnings from uh, stronger beers like triples or quadruples. This one is 3.8% ABV, and it's made from the second runnings from our triple. So what they're known for is lightness and drinkability, their biscuity flavor with distinct hoppiness, and they're very refreshing, great summer beers, available at either brews location, 67th and Pecos, or at Colfax in York, and at fine liquor stores throughout the metro area. Pick up your Abbey Four Pack today, and take home some Belgian-style badassery.
5: We
6: started Meridium Spirits because we love the way that spirits and cocktails can bring people together to socialize, to bond, to have conversations. Well, right now we've got some big conversations to have. Coop Vodka and Coop Gin are available at liquor stores across the metro area. But if you can't find us or would like to have us behind your bar or at your restaurant, send us an email, info at meridiumspirits.com. We know things are a little different these days, but think of us the next time you're planning a virtual happy hour or a socially distant picnic. And keep an eye on our social media, Coop by Meridium for all the latest and greatest.
3: Hey, Dave Thibodeau here. <laughs> hey friends of the Modern Eater, this is Dave Thibodeau from Ska Brewing and Peach Street Distillers. I wanted to let you know that our new brew distillery is up and running again in Boulder. And we've got a uh, great selection of Ska beers nearly 30 on tap. We've also got all of our Peach Street Spirits available. A great mixology program that we brought down from the from the Western Slope and Palisade. We're open limited hours, Wednesday through Friday from three to 10. And then we open up earlier at 10 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday and get some brunch action rolling. We have two great patios. Socially distant seating is available. And you can always check for more information at SkaStreet.com and hope we become your new favorite neighborhood spot. And I'd like to meet you there in the not too distant future for a beer or a drink soon. So take care, be healthy and stay strong. And I'll talk to you later.
5: Hi guys, it's Cody Ann from Aspen Baking Company. We specialize in fresh, preservative-free, amazing bread. But with all the food news, go right here to the Modern Eater
2: it's obviously a balance between ensuring that our older adults are
6: protected
0: uh... and allowing older adults to be with their loved ones that's what we're doing right now the balancing act at least that's the uh... governor's job as we've heard some, from some restaurant industry folks that say boy if you do that you know that's taking a big risk and you're risking our businesses as well we'd like to see you lift the curfew or the the uh, eleven p.m. cutoff for alcohol Uh, before you do that and it didn't happen in that sequence so we're just sounding off and getting the reaction uh back to dr william blanchett momentarily boulder internal medicine but i'll tell you about jeff Rourke and a plus beverage solutions you hear us talk about them all the time the man's going to make an appearance here yes shortly uh jeff Rourke. you go who's the man behind the glass Or behind the curtain. Or the glycol. (laughs) Or the glycol. It's Jeff Rourke in A-Plus Beverage Solutions. He's a guy that'll do, he'll make your tap dreams reality. But he's also a guy right now where he's cleaning up a lot of messes. And what does that mean? He's going in and doing maintenance to draft lines. He's going in and adding lines. He's cleaning them out. He's doing a great job. We're going to catch up with him. In the meantime, I want to give you his phone number. Would you please? I'm gonna. Ask, do you think if we ask Jeff Rourke this very question, because we'll know if he watches the show. If you're pouring inefficient beer, boys, what are you doing? You're, you're pouring, pouring your money down, down the drain. drain. Don't pour your money down the drain. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke and the A-Plus Beverage Solutions. In fact, here's a little game. Write this number down. It's his cell phone. While he's on with us, call his cell phone. I dare you. 720-272-3809.
1: One more time,
0: my I friend. got you, man. Seven two zero two seven two thirty eight zero nine. Give him a call. His name's Jeff Rourke in A Plus Beverage Solutions. All right, we played the clip from the governor. We played the uh, Sonia Riggs, who who did not know last week when she was on the show after Mark Bergen said, "Hey, listen, I'll I'll lose my mind if this happens if they open up nursing homes before uh, lifting the last call at eleven p.m." It didn't go in that order. He might be losing his mind right now. That's why he's not on the show. It's too bad. It's a juggling act, and we have the doctor here with, well, a little bit of the doctor. Yeah, I think he's reconnecting. Well, you know what, Greg, let me, let
1: me throw something out to our audience while we're getting the doctor back on. One of my frustrations with this whole deal about when to open, when not to open, it's data. And the doctor spoke to the fact that he's concerned, where is the data coming from? That we're basing these decisions off of. Now, I feel there's one heck of a data point with like the three or four colleges that have already opened up, and that you're seeing 2,000, 4,000 new cases of coronavirus at some of these new colleges, and they're immediately shutting down.
0: You know, did you hear about Notre Dame? Yeah. Hey, doc, welcome back to the show. Uh, what? Give us your uh, f- crystal ball forecast, right? I mean, and I hate to put you in that position because, you know, it kind of steps outside of the, the medical industry to do that. But you could forecast some things for us. What are you going to see here in the fall? What what uh, what, what are your bets? I, I, yeah, I think he's, he's having a connection issue, man. I'm, uh, what are I'm your sorry. bets, Brian?
1: On the fall? Yeah. I'm concerned. I think we're going to continue to go up. And you know why? Because I'm seeing things like what that – Remember our health inspector yeah. in here yesterday? Yeah. What he was saying? Yeah. Guess what? We're running out of doors. We're running out of things that make building permits close. Right.
0: What's interesting right now is that as you look at the education system, which I'm one of those people I'll put my hand up and I'll say, that's broken to begin with. Yeah. That the uh, evening uh, should have taken place a long time ago with how people learn and access information. And I think that traditional way is just a, a real um, outdated do you format. think that they're
1: afraid and that's why they want the kids to come in? Because it's money. If, follow, always follow the well, money. Well, but if you learned how easy it was or if you they comprehended how easy know. it was to learn at home sure. on a computer, yeah. the same way you were well, sitting in a class. I mean, and
0: that's what we're seeing all the way down the board, what COVID has shown to this new world. So when you look at the new norm, you're going to look at just how technology is showing that we can – technology can intervene to make things a little more um, – let's say, streamlined, advanced, and where the future is going to go anyway. So the educational model is broken to me anyway. To force that model into place and, and shove businesses aside, because let's face it, And Dr. William Blanchett joins us back on the show. I, I don't think he can hear us, man, I, and I don't know what the problem is. Um, just lost it. Yeah, huh? yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to troubleshoot here, and I apologize for that. No, but you're fine. He's, uh, we can see him. He just can't hear us. Maybe this Can is we hear
1: him at all? Would it be the volume on his phone or anything like no, that? No, maybe
0: this is uh, – he can hear us. Maybe, Doc, maybe this is God's way of you not answering a hypothetical crystal ball <laughs> situation. We're trying to save you yeah. from it. Yeah, no. I, mean, I don't just, think
1: he can even hear nah, us.
0: the audio has gone from him. Well, here's going to be a question that I try to find out from Jeff Rourke, who's um, on the Standing line Standing by. Okay, let's do this. Well, it was a great conversation. We'll just uh, say good day to Dr. William Blanchett from Boulder Internal Medicine. Uh, I will tell you, my crystal ball tells me that we are heading into disaster, mobilizing people from state to state in in the name of education and school, which is a broken system to begin with. I think that that needs to be addressed right away. And if there is any movement, it's to keep people's businesses open, keep the mom and pops alive, the hardworking business folks. Um, He's just a little bit early, but I'm sure that he's got the A-plus shirt on. I know that. This gentleman's name's uh, Jeff Rourke, and from A Plus Beverage Solutions. How are you, Jeff? Man, can you hear us, Jeff? Can you give me the thumbs up if you can hear me, Jeff? I might have to just do a new, new links for everything. I, I'm at what a what do you loss. mean new Well, a new link to like a new Zoom. How oh, do you think it's a Zoom? Thing? I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, everything on my end is the same, right? But I don't have any sound coming in <laughs> from. Uh, from this, and it's connected to all my stuff. So No worries. Yeah. Uh, So what we'll do is we'll just break off real quick. We'll come back. We'll look at this audio uh, uh, video technicalities right now. It's been a little while since that's happened. Uh, Usually the audio goes just fine. Look at these. A-plus beverage solutions. Jeff, can you hear us? We're going to break off. If you can hear us, we'll be right back. We're going to take a time out, come back, uh, talk to Jeff Rourke, and... Charles Murray from uh, Slater's 50-50 when we return on the Modern Eater Show. Hopefully, keep your fingers crossed.
5: Hi, guys. It's Rebecca Berry with Hot Schedules Powered by 4th. With all the recent COVID rules and regulations, you may feel like you have way too many cooks in the kitchen. Well, fortunately, 4th is the leading hospitality provider and partner when it comes to onboarding, HR, payroll tax, and compliance needs. So that way, you can keep all those cooks
2: in the kitchen and let us manage all of your administrative needs. That way, you can focus back on your business and your growth plans
5: give me a call for an analysis and how we can put that ROI back into your business and take those administrative burdens off your hands. Cause nobody likes handling taxes. That's at at Forth.com. And Hey, you know, it's cool guys,
2: keeping your mask on so that way we can keep our doors open.
7: Hey, modern eater fans. I'm Don Trobo with the annex by Art at Mills. And I just wanted to give you a heads up about some of the great things we've got going on locally in the state. We're headquartered right here we're working with farmers in the San Luis Valley to bring you amazing Colorado quinoa. It's just like the South American stuff, but grown locally. We've got transitional wheat flour that's grown by farmers in Colorado and surrounding states who are in the process of of turning their fields into organic. So we're taking that transitional wheat and turning it into flour, and now it's available for you to cook and bake with. And last but not least, we're now cleaning grain berries in Denver. So things like spelt or wheat berries Uh, or pearl barley those are things that we're now doing right here locally and are available to you can't wait to share it with you
0: back at it and i thought you were gonna do aspen but we will continue (laughs) on uh we've got the guy on the line we love him he's uh the longest running sponsor of the show we'll support him till the end times his name's jeff rourke he's a family man a plus beverage solutions 20 years in the business (laughs) man how do you do anything for 20 years (laughs) <laughs> that smile chef can you hear us babe? yeah yeah
6: yeah 20 uh very carefully
0: <laughs> <laughs> where are you at today
6: uh we actually stopped in at slater's 50 50 so
0: we're sitting at the bar right now shut the front door yeah you're there mm-hmm. that's perfect nice okay yeah. cool i think yeah. we have uh, charles murray on his phone somewhere else in the bar do we yeah, I, I'm not sure where he's at, but I think he's on his laptop somewhere in here. Okay. Well, right, we're waiting no. for him to join. I think he's looking Jeff, for I'm
4: coming over. No, yeah.
0: <laughs> just make yeah, sure you're, Charlotte. Charlotte. make sure you're not too close to each other, guys, unless you're on the same device. Because if you're on the same device, and you, and you can be if you want to, but uh, we just don't want the audio okay. jumping from one device to the next.
6: Yeah. 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 He's he's
0: down he's down the other end there. So nice. Cool. Right. Hey Jeff, let's catch up with you for just a second, and then we'll talk about uh, Slater's 50/50 with charles murray uh so we you know the most trusted man in the business doing a lot of installs but a lot of maintenance right now first of all we want to know if you know how to finish this tagline if you're pouring inefficient beer boys what are you doing You're pouring your money down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> Save that clip right there, Jay. You don't want to, pennies are everything right now. You don't want to pour your money down the drain. You need to, how can you make sure that people are saving money with their draft systems, Jeff?
6: Uh, you know, just uh, you can call us up. We come through. We can uh, uh, check out your system, do a, a you know, give you a breakdown a report, a grade card if you wish, on uh, um, what how your system pouring, uh, if you have loss, that kind of stuff. Um, but you know, we just did some work down at Twenty Mile Tap House because they're having some loss mm-hmm. and not so. Uh, you know, so it's it's just. Uh, you want you want to save everywhere you can especially in these trying times so
0: can you give us an idea what kind of money that is on a on a large tap system that you're able to save by eliminating a lot of waste and foam and that kind of thing oh
6: god i mean so when we did an old chicago's out in boise we we put 30 percent back into their bottom line from their draft so uh you know everyone's everyone's unique so it just depends on how much loss you have some people just have uh you know, one part of their system not pouring correctly because they have multiple floors pouring off one CAG station or, or uh, you know, so everyone's, diff- everyone's different, you know, they're like snowflakes, so.
1: <laughs> hey, I got a question for yeah. you, Jeff. This is Brian. I'm curious, are you seeing advances in technology help what you do right now? Are there new things coming to the market that you're saying, these are things I can help you install
0: or change your life? Like upgrade equipment, that yeah. type of thing? Interesting
5: um yeah i mean th-
6: th- so they have uh, you know they have new glycol chillers that are dual temp chillers so like say you want to do like a cellar temp uh for uh, like english style ales or wine you know that, that's that's probably a better example of, of wine so you, your reds and whites pour different temp. so they have dual temp glycol chillers now so you can run two different temperatures uh and then through two different bottles it's it so it's have some savings on having to not buy two different pieces of equipment. Uh, um, there's more remote uh, refrigeration systems coming out that are that are easier for you. There's there's uh, a control hubs so that you can run uh, wires to the office for for management. There's inventory systems. Uh, yeah, so technology is changing, uh, you know, you know, with the times to to make uh, being a, owning
0: your restaurant more easy and effective and cost efficient
6: for you guys for, for that ownership. So,
0: all right, are you seeing anybody do new installs right now, Jeff, or is it just maintenance?
6: Uh, we are actually, uh, extremely busy right now. Uh, we just, you know, we finished up Slater's 50-50, uh, we're now working at, uh, Kuma's Corner, uh, right now doing a, a 32 product system over there with some, with some black pipe towers as well. Um, you know, we're doing a Blue Ice, uh, we just did, uh, uh, Lazy Dog, we're, um, Smoking Dave's, I mean, there's still a lot going on, you know, I'd like to say a lot of our... Customers are pretty smart and savvy with with their times. They might have not planned for this, but they were running a smart business plan and uh, and and could could absorb the crunch for a little
0: for short term. So uh, some people took this opportunity to remodel, you know. So that was nice. Absolutely, uh, but maintenance. Let's not go past maintenance because uh, that's very important right now. You're doing maintenance for folks too, right? Yeah.
6: Oh, yeah, yeah, we do it. We do maintenance so we can uh, we can do PM plans to where we come in. We audit all your refrigeration, uh, you know, reach in, things like that um, to see, uh, you know, to clean them out. You know, if, if you're not maintaining your refrigeration, I, I, this is a little out. So right
0: I don't know if you know, can see by the looks of it, but this man was born to install tap systems. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. And to be a family man. Uh, how's the lovely yeah. wife? Yeah.
6: Uh, the wife's doing good, man. We're expecting a, a fourth little girl in February, so uh, that's pretty exciting. You, yep,
0: mm-hmm. you realize that's just God getting back at you, right? Yeah, no, nah, man. That, that's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's good times,
6: man. It's good times. I, I love being a father. It's one of the highlights of my life. So. I
0: know. I ought to look into it sometime. Hey, yeah. Jeff, it's Jay here. I know Charles. I got an email from, Ch- from Charles saying that he's really busy. Um, is that what's going on down there? Because I don't see him in the Zoom room.
7: No, I think uh, I should be on now. Oh. Uh, if, if,
0: well, yep, you're on. Let me oh, – well, hmm, hmm. do you see him? Well, I've am got to switch some things around. Oh, okay. So, there so- we go. So, so,
1: and, so- and you know what, Jeff, though, with Jeff, not only is he one of – or the best – Tap line guys in the state, but he's also from this room, he's the best baby baker. On top
0: of that, (laughs) hey Jeff, Uh, do us a favor, set this up and tell us a little bit about Charles Murray uh, from Slater's 5050, and we'll make a good segue with that and then look at your tap lines. Uh, You know, uh, Charles
6: uh, bought a pretty uh, interesting concept here, man. Slater's 5050, he's one of the nicest guys I've worked with. uh, that's uh that's got stepped in this industry i think i think he was looking for a, a giant headache when he decided to get into the Russian industry but hey to each their own but uh yeah charles has got a a, a pretty nice place here and uh and, and like i said he's one of the nicest people i've dealt with in this industry so uh we're looking forward to him being successful on this in, out, out here so Oh
0: wow, that's great well without further ado charles murray first appearance on the modern eater show good to see you charles
7: well, thank you very much. Uh, yes, this is the first appearance, and I really appreciate it, and I appreciate those kind words that uh, Jeff just had to say.
0: You know what? Coming into town here, and we'll get a little bit of your background and obviously talk about Slater's 50-50 for sure, digging in. But doing business locally. um that's an important thing to us. And that's what really struck us. And we, we first of all, we commend you with Jeff Rourke and A plus beverage solutions. And I'm sure you do a lot of other, uh, other local business and that, but just your mindset on local and, and keeping money within communities.
7: Yeah. The mindset is very much about local, uh, you know, pretty much, uh, across the board and in, in, virtually everything that we're doing here related to the restaurant. Uh, we have over 40 craft beers and the vast majority of them are, not only Colorado beers, but right here from Rhino and or certainly the Denver area. Uh, You know, uh, local artists doing murals for us uh, just across the board, local is very important.
0: Great, uh, so how about ranching and farming and sourcing beef and those types of things? Have you been able to get some footing here in Colorado because if not, we can show you some stuff we could we 'd love to turn you on to some other th- i 'm sure you have great partnerships, but again we, we are we are the local drum.
7: Uh. Yeah, we do. We have uh, a great partnership with U.S. Foods right now. And and a lot of the products that we're serving here at the restaurant are, in fact, uh, also born and bred here in Colorado. Uh, But they're, uh, you know, they're a terrific partner for us for all of our proteins, as well as our produce.
0: Tell us a little bit about you, Charles. Uh, What's your background?
7: Not the (laughs) restaurant industry. It was. Uh, I spent over 30 years in the investment industry. I'd always had this kind of in the back of my mind, but you know the way life works, there's just serendipitous moments. And a couple of years ago when I left the firm that I was at, uh, it was one of those, what do I want to do when I grew up moments. I had decided to actually pursue this. I knew the Slater's brand from traveling to Southern California on business quite frequently. I fell in love with them literally 10 years ago. And as I was really aimed at uh, getting this business established and trying to think who the ideal business partner would be, it uh, when I noticed that Slaters was looking for folks to partner, with, uh, I flew out to Cali, met with the team, uh, even further liked what I saw and heard from the uh, ownership and management team out there, and just really believed that this later's concept of uh, burgers, bacon, beer, as well as so many of the fresh, healthy options that we have, uh, would just resonate great in Colorado in general. and, And even more specifically, right here, we got this restaurant established in Rhino.
0: That's fantastic. And welcome to town. Yeah. Uh, great new addition. So what we'd like to do while we're talking about Slater's 50 50, we love to see the menu items. We I think Jeff Rourke's going to be your cameraman walk around. Jeff, can you grab your camera, turn it around so we can see that lovely tap system? You stay where you are behind your computer, Charles, and, and Jeff's going to jump up and just you, you do the play by play, Charles, of what we're looking at here.
7: Okay. If you can hear me, then yes, it looks like Jeff has just giving you a good panoramic view of the beautiful 56 tap uh, beer tower uh, that we have in place here. So like we say, we've got actually over 50 beers, 40 of them are craft. Uh, the uh, expert team of uh, Jeff and Mike and company over at A plus, uh, you know, as far as being the certified micromatic installers, uh, really, you know, helped make all of this work. It's not coming from this industry. One of the first things I learned uh, was how complicated it would be to uh, put in a beer system that was going to run remote from 30 feet away, uh, you know, from a remote beer cooler. So we learned pretty quickly that one of the features of the restaurant we really wanted was an island bar. And to get all of these beers trenched, uh, running underground from, like I say, about 30 feet away and up into this beautiful beer tower was uh, not too simple of an equation, but uh, certainly not beyond the skills of uh, Jeff and Mike and, and their crew.
0: I must be a real geek because I'm totally enjoying this right I now. Know so much. I am thoroughly... Hey, Jeff, turn your phone sideways like you had it before. And then, and then take, take another circle around that tap system, but go a little slower. So And, Jeff, you can jump in, too. Uh, not just beer. I noticed some coffee on tap there. Um, do you have any wine or any uh, liquor on tap? Well, yeah, look at that. I saw some brews. I was going to say, I just saw brews beers on there.
7: Yeah, we do. So, like I say, 56 handles, uh, the majority of them beer. But we do have another local partnership. We use Dasbog uh, for our cold brew. Uh, we've got a Prosecco on there as, uh, we are aimed at, uh, at, um, Hey, one second. I'm sorry, Steve. Uh, it's good. Uh, we are aimed at, uh, you know, expanding and building our brunch business. So we've got a Prosecco on tap to be able to uh, do brunch. We've got a root beer, a hard kombucha. Uh, the majority of these tap handles are beer though. And Jeff, well, you've got it. If you don't mind, why don't you get a good, why don't you step back and maybe get a good view of that back bar? Yeah. Um, uh, while this may not be right up Jeff's alley, one of the things that was also really important to us in addition to building what we hope is viewed as a, a beautiful island bar and this, uh, you know, great beer tower that's featuring all these great craft brews uh, was really putting a, a very, very solid overall bar program together. So we've got a lot of featured uh, craft cocktails and a back bar that's got pretty much uh, all of the uh, all of the typical spirits that uh, guests coming out for an enjoyable uh, you know, day out, night out, whatever it might be, you're going to find uh, pretty well stocked here at later, fifty fifty.
0: Gorgeous. That's one of my faves right there, Charlie. I think Jeff's got a, a, a hankering for some spirits right now. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, is, is it possible, and, and this is up to you, Charles, of course, is it possible for Jeff to throw a mask on with that camera and head on back into the kitchen and show us some food?
7: Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Yep. And Jeff knows his way around the kitchen, so he can go take a walk back there. And, uh, hey, Steve, why don't you let the line know that uh, Jeff is going to come back and do a quick video of the uh, of the kitchen?
0: That's fantastic. Thanks, Charles, for that heads up. Um, So yeah, as we absolutely. do that, let's go talk about some menu items, man. This 50-50, that's got to be something. 50% love and 50% care. Or what does that mean?
7: Yeah, pretty much uh, you nailed it. Uh, so... Long story very short, the brand got established by a gentleman named Scott Slater. A lot of people think it might be from the uh, surfer Kelly Slater, but it's not. Scott had the ingenious idea when he first established it all the way back in 2009 uh, to create a blended patty of half ground bacon and half ground beef. And for a number of years, that was really the the staple of the restaurant, uh, almost exclusively. Uh, today, it's grown And it's morphed to where really five of the 16 signature uh, burger patties are still using that 50-50 blend, including what we call EOG, the original burger. Uh, That is that 50-50 blend. It is the bestseller, but also the uh, triple B bacon, the King's Luau Hawaiian, which is a pretty awesome burger on uh, King's Luau, uh, excuse me, on King's Hawaiian bread uh, with uh, some spam and some pineapple and that 50-50 along with some bacon and cheddar. Uh, that is uh, one of the other patties that uses it, along with uh, our Sriracha blend um, and our triple B uh, burger, Bubba Bacon. So, five of the blends, uh, five of the signature burgers utilize that 50 50 blend. And then uh, many of the other offerings are just using a local uh, CAB, a certified Angus beef patty. So, uh, those are really the, the major protein offerings that we have on the burger side. Uh, that that original 50-50 blend, as well as a a number of them that are just certified Angus beef. We also have a bison patty, uh, a rosemary turkey patty, uh, as well as a vegan shroom and mushroom burger. uh, Because, you know, one of the things also that uh, we really hope differentiates us is the fact that we have, in addition to this, uh, you know, kind of pillar of uh, burgers, bacon and beer, a lot of fresh, healthy options that are fully composed dishes. If you're wanting to come in here and just have a, uh, yeah, a great power bowl, a salad, uh, these offerings are on the menu for you as well.
0: Yeah, uh, frozen right now, Jay, to, to change the screen. Um, Jeff's trying to do. I wish somebody would have ordered a burger while we were. Oh, he's still in the kitchen it looks like well, I would like to back. order a
1: burger in that yeah. bottle of fortaleza,
0: Jeff, could you bring us over three three burgers uh, in the bottle? I want to see that I, <laughs> more than the fortaleza. I'd love to see the food on the grill uh any chance we can get one of your guys to yeah. throw down a burger
7: yeah i uh you know it's it's not time uh, to eat
0: yet that's what it is. I,
7: yeah, the question is uh, Jeff is the one in the back there. If uh, Jeff can hear, and and you know someone in the kitchen is has, uh, has got one of those patties going, he could take a look at it. Otherwise, uh, you know we'll do it. Uh, we'll, we'll do, do it, it the next time, the- time when we're on your show. We'll make sure that we've uh, cooked up a few and and really be able to show them off. Because one of the things that is uh, definitely distinguishing about Slater's Fifty Fifty is uh, we hope everybody feels like they are. Uh, phenomenal and, and delicious, uh, you know, menu items, but they show pretty well. Also, a lot of these burgers are, uh, pretty over the top and outrageous in, in terms of how they look, not just how they taste.
0: Well, one thing that I'm learning right now, that's for sure is your food is made to order.
7: 100% uh, <laughs> you no know, matter even how busy we are, uh, the, the tickets come in and, 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 and the food gets fired. Uh, uh we are not premaking anything. So, um, You know, ticket time is is good. If it's not too busy, we can get these up anywhere from, uh, you know, 10 to 12 minutes. Uh, When when we're getting slammed and it's pretty busy, they can run upwards of uh, 20 minutes or so. But we got a beautiful environment here. Most people aren't complaining if they have to wait a little bit for it. But they are definitely uh, made to order. Well, and can you tell us,
1: Charles, what's your location for all the viewers out there?
7: We're right in Rhino, Uh, we are, the exact address is 3600 Blake Street, Uh, we are in the back of a newly built 8 story office property called The Hub. Uh, The Hub's specific address, it's kind of weird, you'd think we'd have suite numbers, but The Hub is 3601 Walnut. So uh, the building sort of spans uh, from 36th to 37th between Walnut and Blake. And we are right on the corner of 36th and Blake, uh, again, in the, uh, in the hub.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, have to give a shout out for the introduction from another great local gal, Rebecca Berry from Hot Schedules by 4th. And um, she's, she's uh, one of those glutards along with Brian. Are you doing any gluten-free options? Because Rebecca Berry, I'm sure, asked for it when she goes down there.
7: Rebecca has been a, a, great, uh, a great guest here, and uh, we are uh, very pleased and very proud to be partnered uh, once again with a little bit of a local flair with uh, our employment company that we do uh, a, lot of our, uh, a lot of our employment work uh, through 4th and, and with Rebecca and with Hot Schedules. Uh, and indeed, yeah, when Rebecca's here, we got to make sure it is, uh, it is the uh, gluten-free menu that, that's coming out for her and for any of our guests. So if you're vegan, Uh, We have a number of really fully composed options for you if you uh, are just a a vegetarian, a pescatarian, same. And for those of you that are looking for gluten-free options, uh, we we also have uh, gluten-free bread. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention another really critical local partnership that we're very, very proud of. Uh, All of our bakery goods, and believe me, there's a lot of them. Uh, You know, A good burger is not a good burger if it doesn't have just an awesome bun. That is going to be part of it. So we are really pleased to be partnered with Culinary Revolution Bake Shop. They're headquartered in Centennial, Colorado. So they're really right off of uh, I-25 in Arapaho. And they do all of our bakery products. Uh, we get, you know, five or six deliveries from them a week. Uh, and that includes uh, vegan as well as uh, gluten-free buns.
0: That's fantastic. Thank you for supporting local. Thanks for jumping into the business and thanks for bringing Slater's fifty-fifty in town. And also thank you for supporting our friends and Jeff Rourke from a plus beverage solutions. Boy, you hit a jackpot with that guy. He's, you get, he's got you covered the whole time. You're, you're running efficient right now, Charles.
7: Well, uh, we really appreciate the opportunity to be on the show and, uh, anytime in the future and, and next time for sure. However we do it, we want to make sure we've got these burgers, uh, uh, Upfront and personal, uh, as well as some of the other options, and then more importantly than anything, when are you going to come down and uh, and and help yourself to some of these offerings?
0: Well, that's what I was just going to say. Let's make sure technology is not in the way with me eating one of your delicious burgers and looking at it. So that's going to happen uh, if you don't mind. We'd love to come down and see you. Uh, maybe even tomorrow. It's a Friday tomorrow. That sounds well, like it. we're going to be going down to a farm tomorrow, and we'll come back up and we'll eat. <laughs> yeah, we can, definitely <laughs> absolutely. Just- Char-
7: you just let me know, because I always say in, in this weird world we're in right now, uh, thank goodness for Zoom and other technology. But you know what? You can't Zoom a cheeseburger. So you got to come on down and uh, and, and sample a fair in person. So thank yeah. you again for having us on. Sure. Uh, a real pleasure. And we're looking forward to uh, to more opportunities in the future of, uh, of, of being a participant with The Modern Eater. We really appreciate it. Yeah,
0: uh, Jeff didn't lie. W- one hell of a nice guy. And I'll tell you what, we broadcast from a commercial kitchen, so if you ever want to show off uh, two, three, four of those burgers – definitely can bring all the ingredients here and we'll put you front and center one day on the modern eater show in studio. As long kitchen as I Colorado. bring the
7: chef down with me because the next thing I cook is pretty much the first <laughs> in my life. So uh, you don't <laughs> want me coming down and going into that kitchen, but we'll bring, we'll bring the right team to go do that.
0: Yeah. Is Jeff available? Is he on camera? I'd like to say goodbye to Jeff formally here.
7: He is. He is right across the bar. So yeah. I think he should be there. Jeff, you're back on
0: Jeff. Jeff. Thank Jeff. you, Charles. Thank, thank you, Charles. No doubt. Hey, Jeff. Thank you. What's up? What's up, man? Um, (laughs) It's been a while since I've seen you. It's just good to see your face. Last time I saw you was actually um, with just an install that blew my mind at the Monarch Casino. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. How was the last time we saw you? How that job's all finished up, right? And then here we go. COVID hit. Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. They're doing uh, two more remodels in there. We're gonna do two more bars in there. Uh, So, yeah, we still got more work coming up in there.
0: You're a madman. You truly are. Jeff, I'm glad you're well. You look healthy and, and happy, and that just warms my heart. I have to tell you, and I thank you every single time, that um, we're doing a, a lot better than we ever have as the Modern Eater show now, Monday through Friday at 2 p.m., and you've seen yeah. us grow um, from just little babies. You knew the trash man, Jay Parker, when he was actually the trash man, the big long locks and <laughs> and, 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 a, and a couple of pounds that he lost and I found. But, um Definitely, um, we we could not be where we are today without you and your support, Jeff.
6: Excellent.
0: Yeah, thank you. James. Sounds good. All right, brother. Say You're hello. Welcome. Say hello to the family, and we'll talk to you soon. We'll do. There he is, Jeff Rork, a plus beverage solution. Um, he's just a hell of a guy. Really yeah, good. isn't he? Mm-hmm. and it's tap. I mean, so it's art installations. It's what he puts in, and they just so happen to have beer flow through them, because you go on down the line. Like you remember Solutions, that the installation over there at the uh um, yeah. the the rooms. What are those called? Those the, rooms?
5: the
1: escape
0: rooms. Escape rooms. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Solutions Bar, I think, uh-huh. is what's called. Um, th- so many bre- breweries that we've been to that do fantastic installs with that. The, the, installs the beast of- and bruise, man. I got to tell you. That, well, that just, that's a beast. <laughs> that's
1: a—that's an amazing. But it, I would say, Greg, a lot of people don't even understand, you know, and what Charles had said. You know, he's only running at 30 feet. Yeah. And we
0: know, like, at Mo- Monarch, thousands. of Foot- Football and, field. Yeah, miles oh. of, of – Lines. Well, are Jeff still there listening? Why are you eavesdropping? You're supposed to go away at this
3: point. <laughs> hey, Jeff, how, well, what was that?
0: I said you're eavesdropping. You were supposed to go away, but since we still have you, the Monarch yeah. Casino. I said a football field in length, uh, right? Too. I said miles.
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the longest run there was 800 feet, and actually, the lines here at Slater's are 70 feet each. Each trunk line, and we have three runs of 70, so. Yeah. Well, and so you had
1: eighty eight hundred foot at Monarch, that's, right? You said eight hundred, and how many lines
6: were eight hundred feet? We had we had two eight hundred foot runs, and then we had two uh, uh, six hundred foot runs, and then we had three two hundred foot runs.
1: So that's there. like more than half a mile, right there.
6: Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's mm-hmm. insane. Hard yeah, insane. it was it was a whole lot of uh, pulling those lines. So it, it was a uh, it was a lot of work. Well, and think so. about like carrying
1: a beer. I can't get people to walk 800 feet and keep my beer yeah. cold and full. <laughs> Much less yeah. get it down a pipe.
6: That's right. And cold.
0: Yeah. Oh man, these
6: are. Yeah, crazy. we had we had to split the system in two with uh, two different sets of uh, glycol chillers. So we have 12 glycol chillers in there. So it's something like you would see like in a football stadium.
0: So. Wow. It was uh, interesting to say the least. What's what install is your your most prideful work?
6: I take pride in all of them, man. Uh, You know, everyone, like I said, they're like snowflakes. Everyone's unique. They all have their own unique challenges. They have their own unique rewards. Uh, Meeting different the different people that are in this industry. Uh, building those relationships, those are all unique. Uh, so it's a very, it's a very fun industry to be in, or at least I, I've enjoyed it. I wouldn't be in it for as long as I have been.
0: When, when, uh, when did you uh, get into politics, there, Mister Everything? Politics? <laughs> yeah. Are you running uh, for office I, I, right I think, now? I think,
6: I think from the lockdown, I think from the lockdown, you, you, I think that's what you're supposed to do, right? Focus on your political skills. So. <laughs> I, uh, but uh, you know, it's, it's just uh, they're they're all unique. You know, some some are some are, are uh, bigger, or some are you know uh, more glam. But you know, I, I take the pride. I, I take the same pride in, in, in all all my jobs, whether it's two faucets or a hundred faucets, 150 faucets, whatever. You know, it's it's that, it's, it's our name linked to it, and uh, and the second you get uh, that stain on your name is when you can start uh, uh, saying goodbye to the industry that you that you've committed
0: to. So get into uh, another business jay 's got something to say yeah. i'm 'm terrified hey hey jeff jay here um so in all of your years of of um Going into you know a restaurant and a, in this place and to put in taps. You're, you're a, not going to ask him if he's ever strangled anybody. No, 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 no What? Like no, that? just what's the craziest thing that you've seen? You know, where you you opened up a beer cooler and you're like, oh my god, or you open the walk-in and there's two bartenders doing something that bartenders shouldn't do. Or, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not
6: going to say. I'm not going to say that that, that.
0: that, that's like. That's you don't, like have no, you don't have to tell me. dirty laundry. No, so. you don't have to tell me where. I'm just saying, you know, just, <laughs> yeah. just in general. You don't have like, to use names. Yeah. You could use. A
1: Initials. Like one t- one time, um, I saw a dead you know, cat.
0: On, you know,
6: one of the, one of the most unique things I saw, which was not in this state, was where somebody had just put trash cans underneath their bar and packed their kegs full of ice, like something you would see in college. But that was in uh, somewhere out in New York. So uh, that was that was pretty pretty interesting. But you know, as as for any of my customers out here, I would never. Well
0: no. Ever ever. <laughs> no, no, anything. that's why I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you didn't even have hey, to tell me. Hey, you know uh, Bill over there at yeah. Billy's Bar and Grill. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. that's not what I was looking I was looking for man, one yeah. time I was in a bar, could be New York, California, yeah. could be you know, yeah. Florida, it'd be yeah. like, yeah. "I and this is what I saw." Yeah. And you know, nobody would know where. Yeah. There was a naked midget. No, I mean, it,
6: <laughs> for I mean, for the most part like when, when we go on, it's, it's it's nothing really visual, you know. It's just it's more it's more like I said there's there's mathematics involved in doing this um so and a lot of people don't take the time to do the math and so it's it's more of us us going and fixing the arithmetic on these systems to to get them to pour correctly or making something a little bit more user-friendly on the cooler side you know uh, from suggesting racks or or or, uh casters or just you know just different things like that but for the most part you know we don't really see things that are shocking per se you know it's just uh you know, I, maybe it's because I'm just so used to seeing things. Uh, 20 years of doing this, but uh, nothing really, nothing really blows my mind
0: anymore. So, well, after the show, I'll call you and tell you a story of some crazy things I've done over the years in restaurants. <laughs> He's okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you've had like, like hold a door closed. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Jeffrey,
0: thanks for your time today. We'll catch up with you soon. All right. Seven two zero. Yep, it's Jeff Rourke. Seven two zero two seven two thirty eight zero
1: nine. You just got to say it because we do yeah. that all the time, Every and day. it's part of our life, Every man. Day. I, I know Jeff's phone number like I know mine. I
0: bet you do. <laughs> he hung up this time. He didn't want to get called back into it. Um, good day. Do you want to go? Uh, do you want to take a break and come back and yes. look through some of these photos on themoderneater.com? Yes, yes, I do. You and do? then I'm going to talk about something that's delicious and fresh and smells okay. good and tastes delicious. And do I'm going to do whatever's what in doing. our vent up there? <laughs> man, it's not. I don't it's think. In the vent, I, man. I know. I don't think it's a vent. I don't think it's a vent. Um, We'll are be back. Sh- <laughs> Do we yeah, need a test
1: after this yeah. uh, during the break? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> All right. We'll be hey, back. Yeah. Brian Freeman, take us to break. Go. Hey, folks, we are going to head to a break, and when we come back, you're going to hear about Aspen baking some of the best bread in the world, and you're going to get to see some stories. So stay tuned for some great things on The Modern Eater. Hey, guys, with Modern Eater, this is
7: Rich O'Brien with Elevation Food Service Reps. I'm here with one of ourselves, a newly appointed hospitality specialist, Kalina Hillier. Hi. And we're here in our showroom, and uh, we've got our bars set up, we've got a lot of child. Come see us. Come see what we've got, and Kalina can help you guys out in the world of hospitality with anything. Um, take a little journey into the 38th Avenue kitchen just to see what's going on in here. And as uh, I
1: come in here, I'm noticing... Uh,
4: Howard, what are you doing? Nothing. me what are you doing? Nothing. Nothing? Look at this beautiful equipment in here. Look at this beautiful. Chefs, restaurateurs, anybody that has anything to do with food service, come on over. We'd love to help you with menu
7: development. Love to show you everything about equipment. And uh, maybe we'll even have a few pops.
5: Hey guys, Chris Johnson here, owner of Rome Sausage, your hyper-local source for all things sausage awesomeness. My family is proud to carry on the fine traditions of Rome's founder Jerry Rome by producing a variety of amazing sausage in small batches, with an eye on quality, not quantity. Every batch is made here in the great state of Colorado. By hand-mixing spices, utilizing lean cuts of pork to make an outstanding product. Sourcing ingredients and materials locally, we are committed to supporting local vendors, chefs, restaurants, and the entire Colorado food scene. Getting hungry yet? Brats, Italian, breakfast, hot Polish, green chili, chicken apple, and the world's best chorizo. You can source all of our sausage through a variety of food service distributors. If your distributor doesn't carry it, call us. We'll come direct. You want a custom item? We'll do that too. Samples and, of course, sausage jokes can be had by contacting me directly at chris at com or by phone at 303-296-7663. The modern eater loves Rome sausage, and I know you will too.
6: (laughs) Hey, Zach Ryder here, Colorado Mills Sunflower Products out of Lamar, Colorado. Your only local source grown from a local crop to produce a local oil for local chefs. You can find it at Shamrock Foods, What Chefs Want, Seattle Fish Company. Uh, Let me try it one more time, then we'll see. Hey restaurants, we're glad you're reopening from Colorado Mills Sunflower Oil. We'll see you soon.
1: (laughs) First, we partner with the best farmers in the world, and then we tell them, we will take it all. Process whole spices daily, blend custom spices to order, Keep it fresh safe and flavorful Also, that you can get back to doing what you do best so whether you're a restaurant a food manufacturer or an at-home cook be sure to visit the spice guy at www.thespiceguyco.com
0: back to the show in just a second you guys but it's that time it's time to talk bread aspenbaking.com has been baking the most fresh delicious bread in the city since 1994 And if you're a bread lover like me, that's where you go to get your fresh bread. You can order online. You can order direct. You can go to uh, Amazon Fresh. If you're an Amazon uh, freak, you're going to get bear claws, lobster rolls, pound cakes, coffee cakes. The sourdough is unreal. If you want to cater your business, Aspen Baking at AspenBaking.com will cater you boxed lunches for all of your wonderful, hardworking employees. If you're into hashtags and you want to do some social media and have fun and show the bread as you buy it, It's hashtag How's Your Aspen, but uh, AspenBaking.com, that's where bread lovers go to get bread. Back to the show. I always wonder, like, are you freaking people out when you're doing that commercial, or are they, they, like, getting hungry? Well, listen, you you know, you you told me. Well, I know, but it's like there's no bread. There's a the, you're not show. Well, it's like no, I'm just I, I'm talking on the air. Like what would you should you have some bread? Maybe we. Any, I mean, the, you know, it's the, well. Here's the thing. It's like I don't want to show day old bread or anything like that. So it's we do the show five days a week. I have yeah, to go okay. to Aspen and get bread five days a week. Well, well, well
1: let's here. let's <laughs> manage
0: that. Hey, Cody Ann,
1: you're out there listening yeah, to the show. Drop us bread every week. Drop us bread every morning. Every not morning, every morning. morning. Well, maybe with maybe breakfast sandwiches. Because, you know, Aspen Baking does the most insane breakfast I, sandwiches I, 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 with I like sausage. I like the live
0: a lot. I just think that there's a factor of, like, we're talking about food. I don't know. Do you or need will get bread? Jeff Rourke to give you a, a tap, and you can hold up a tap and plug it in or something. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to do <laughs> with my, <laughs> the live food. and That's everything else. And That's interesting. You know, if I can't. Uh, you can't you know, really eat or drink. Or you can drink a tap. You're mad at me, no, I, I w- no, but it's like I can't do anything right. That That's was not how I wrong. feel. I was wondering if you needed some bread. You wanted me to, you want me to be more this I do. guy, you know? I do. And Is and that I, still and, on the and, screen and, right and, now? And, and listen, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> why? And, and and because I hate myself, and so I don't like to see no. myself. As we I, love you, Jay. like We to, love you, baby. I don't I feel like feel to hate way. in video. I like to hate in my mind, you know. And if I see myself on the thing, then I'm like, God, I hate. No, I feel bad. Like that. You should look at where you just took him, man.
1: Like, Jay, it's gonna be alright. I was was wondering if there should
0: be some bread in there. That was all I was going at. Which well, would be nice. I would like to see you eat bread during the Aspen I'll, Life. I'll eat a whole sourdough bowl. Would you? In see that now that seconds. would be. I mean, I would try. I don't know if I could. I'll, but eat ch- w- w- Could you make a mission that one of your lives you're going to actually eat the clam chowder like you talked about? You're going to prepare it. If we the can show? find, if we can f- yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, you know I don't like eating outside of my house, regardless. For the I show? mean, even for the show. I mean, for the show, I do it. You know? Could you record eaten, yourself doing it when you do it? I've eaten bugs for the show. Yeah. You know? have. Which, right. by the way, I should reach back out to you get, get some more bugs in yeah. here to eat. The good bugs. Freeman, would Those you? Eat crickets? A, would you eat a I've bug? Eaten,
1: I've eaten crickets, man.
0: Oh, look, look he's not phased by it. He's a little, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Cricket, oh, yeah. Cricket, oh, eating yeah. everything. Yeah. A little worm. You want to look at some pictures from? Uh, I think so. I'll look at some Dinner series. First of all, I just want to take a little scan. The website, let's show you around. You want to see? Yeah. I'd like to see. Okay, the Modern Eater Show. Look at that, little drop down, what's most current. So in here, Jay, mm-hmm. we want to make sure that the most recent featured post goes here. You know how to do that? Yeah. Okay, um, so here, here, here is how you can tune in live right now. This will be sweet if it actually works. If we go into this page, the Modern Eater Show should pop up because we're live right now right oh no but it might not because we changed our restream let's see oh yeah we changed our restream damn it see i'm glad we did this on the air we need to take our stream key that we have right now okay that's fine that's fine never mind what does that do so that's mildly embarrassing uh show archive that's why i like to just go through and click on things yeah right you just go on your website testing click on things and You do a little audit of the brand, but look at this. We have great interviews lined up, and these are all just, I mean, look.
1: Well, like I said, look at that. That's Business Week right there. I mean, Business Week on The Modern Eater. Juan Padre. Look at our
0: fine sponsors. Robert Thompson.
1: Look at that.
3: Well, now.
0: And you click on these, you go, oh, I've heard about the Spice Guy all the time on the show. What do I do? Well, you go to themoderneater.com. I mean, of course, you could just. Google the Spice Guy, but wouldn't you rather go to TheModernEater.com and get the link that way, you see the hours of operation, where they're located? Um, just really cool for our sponsors. I don't know. If you wanted to be a sponsor, that'd be cool. We'd take a look at you. We don't take just anyone. Nope.
1: you got to be the cream of the crop. Do you
0: like galleries? Do you like photos? Do you like to look around at pictures of food? Uh, we got that, too. Summer dinner series and and all of the Summer Dinner Series dinners, if you missed one, you weren't able to attend in person, there's that, the Summer Dinner Series. And then the contact page. You want to reach out to any one of us? You can do it right here on the contact page. Uh, co-hosts, look at that. Brian Freeman, Greg Hollenback, Brian Freeman, Jay Parker, Rich Snyder, Faith Johnson. We're all there. We need to change. Nope, Brian Freeman, everything's current. This is looking good. Sponsorship Opportunities. There. And soon
1: we'll have pictures of our ugly faces right there.
0: You, should we? We should yeah. just have a video, an open video. So I want to buckle back around to the home page because um, that's really where you want to go is the home page. And on the home page, you will find the first entry, which is usually the hottest news on any website. It's the Butcher Justin Brunson Summer Dinner Series Week 7. Look at these photos. So as we click on that and, and load it up you will see a plethora of killer photos. Now, we wouldn't mind if you shared these, but themoderneater.com. All right, let's go take a walk down memory lane, y'all. Avocado. Remember how they were doing those? With a torch? Below torch. Which is interesting. What kind of flavor is that going to lend, Brian.
1: Well, actually, we were talking
0: about this. The char is, is what you're, you're yeah, the for the, yeah the inflammation
1: yeah the little bit of uh, crispy and it was yeah. I'll tell you it was out of this world. Look at this.
0: There's the uh, the Colorado Mills table. Those folks downtown Pizza Republica. Look at these dishes. Ooh, I mean gourmet. Look at that table. I mean, come on, come on. There's our table that we're dining at. You got uh, Julie Petraco. Yep. or I'm sorry, Julie Morone. Marone. Marone. And uh, Chef Justin Brunson, myself, and Brian, the blue bear behind us. Look at that, Brian. Look at the blue bear, babe. Uh, I know. It's just right back there. Another delicious dish. Uh, Photo. I'll just tell you a handful of these photos are courtesy of uh, the very dear friend of the show, Kevin Galliba, with friends and family. Um, That's one of his. I wish I could take credit for that one. That's one of his. Uh, That's one of mine. That's one of yours? No, I may have lied about that, too. What's interesting about this dish, this dish I would love to eat right this second. It had everything I wanted. Mm -hmm. It had uh, fresh fish. Mm -hmm. It had the um, the, right over here. That's a lime, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They torch those limes, too. I don't know. What does torching a lime do, Freeman? Do you know?
1: Well, I mean, it's the same thing as what Greg was saying. It's going to change the flavor. Yeah. It's going to bring out some, you know, it's going to bring out some better, bigger flavors out of anything. Really,
0: that's a, is that sexy from Fernando? Is yeah, that, that yeah, yeah, that's sexy Fernando. Do you from, know what that uh, is right there? Culture meat and cheese. All cut up on that is where he's chefing. Those are onions. Yeah, from from
1: our good friends at uh, Patraco Farms. Yeah, there's, there's the limes. limes.
0: What a dinner! I mean, every dish, every one. And, yeah, you know, Justin brought the team that cooked up some delicious stuff for him. He did. Well, that was
1: his team. I mean, that was like he brought the all-star team.
0: Look at those ribs. Oh, man. River Bear American meat ribs. The, this was the double plate, wasn't it? I mean, there's double plates there, but I don't know. Well.
1: Yeah, well, it was double plate because they were fast. They were super efficient. They'd load that first l- layer and up. Boom. Boom, shoot that out. And while the people were delivering it, they're making the second yeah. Rocky. Our good Rocky Mountain Fresh. You got to thank Jeremy Marsh at Rocky. I'd Mountain like to. Fresh. Can you go
0: back to that one real quick, Greg? I'd like to just point out my finger in the bottom left hand corner Ooh, of that. Good job. Know, Jack. Where it's the picture is money, right? Great picture. It's got the Rocky Mountain Fresh, the sexy that uh, other. I forget that Johnny think, was that popcorn. Oh, that's not Johnny. Johnny. Johnny, not popcorn. And then my finger. So there we go. I just wanted to point that out. Okay. Uh, Rick Robbins, mm-hmm. Colorado Mills, more more lime photos. Well, you know kind of an overall view right there of the outdoor kitchen that was provided by uh, Rich O'Brien and Elevation Food Service reps, which let's make a note. Let's get Rich back on the show. I love catching up with Rich. Um, Rich-O. 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 Yeah, look at that. There he is. Speaking of Rich. And Pearson. Just such a super nice guy. And, hey,
1: did you meet that guy on the right there? Did you know that guy? I don't. He's an interesting guy. uh, He's a liquor rep. Good guy. Good. Good guy.
0: Hope he had a good time. Um, these tables right there, that is Joe Petracco talking to Michael Myers from 291 Distillery. And that was a full table of uh, Petracos and Moronis. Oh, it's good. Look at these guys just, um, paying honor to the chef, standing up to give him applause after a, a great dinner and well-deserved a round of applause right there, showing their appreciation for the delicious food. Just dish after dish. That's some of that Centennial Cuts uh, steak right there. I didn't have any of it, but I, I was, didn't either. I was told it was delicious. Who we have here? Mm, I recognize Little Rich Schneider and Mary Mino. Besides that. No, I meant that handsome guy in the background. <sighs> oh, I can't. It's too far away. It's James, I think. Um, There's myself and Little Rich and Zach Kreider and Brian. And then uh, more char. They were bigger. They were big on. They used the hell out
1: of that uh, smoker. That yoder. Yeah. That yoder. I'll tell you though, man. I've been eating more often lately. The whole tea. charred uh, lettuce like that, and it is so good.
0: Who can name these guys from uh, right to left? Popcorn Brunson. I don't know Johnny Sexy. Yeah, Popcorn Brunson. Uh, that's Michael. He was
1: one from Mexico De Leon, City. Michael mm, DeLeon. Yeah, and then yeah.
0: that is uh, Johnny. And then that is Sexy Fernando. Brunson. It's all mic'd up. He did a great job. Look at that. He did a wonderful job sampling it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, you know, um, there's, yeah. we did a mask on and a mask off. That's Brunson. He's getting down with uh, the – actually, somebody else is taking a picture there's of Brunson. Chuck yeah. ch- Chagas. Chuck, he's the guy. He, when you talk about, okay, uh, who goes to our dinners and who's Chuck and Teresa. Yeah. Every yeah. single and dinner.
1: And she is so funny. You know, I got to spend a few minutes with her the other night at the dinner, and she just made me laugh so hard. Yeah. So hard.
0: Julie yeah. and Joe. Yep. and Your Brother uh, and sister. Look at that. The virgins. Uh Dave and Missy. And uh, Jeff Jabot. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, he's a great um, – and is he living just back here? All now around or is the he? Yeah, I think oh, yeah. he is. It's is he? good to have him home. Hescher yeah. is in the house back in Colorado. There's Brian and Jeff, <laughs> these guys. Yeah, that was an interesting picture. Uh, look, we were asking do you, Does anybody remember what we asked to warrant a picture like this? Yeah, it was Who Wants,
1: it was who wants 292 <laughs> Whiskey. Why do you say
0: 292?
1: I don't know. Well, 291. <laughs> yeah, I do it all the time, don't I? Know I know you yeah. do. Yeah,
0: I'm going to start calling him Workman. You know, instead of Freeman. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. Would we change it? <laughs> well, no. Like, no. I think it's just fun. Be like I Workman. Just, you know, give <laughs> him a yeah. little, give him a nickname that's got a story to it. Me and my ma. It. Some um, yellow beans, yeah. yellow wax beans. Did, did you pick the best pi- That was the best picture of me, didn't huh, right. you? That was just a picture of you and your I, mom. I don't like the other it. one was, was worse. It? Was it? Yeah. Oh God, how could it be? Well, I mean, I I'm going to delete that all one right. altogether. Okay. Oh come on! Don't be so vain. You're a cute, cute guy. You're so vain. You
1: think this song was about? This was the uh, Myers? pre-shift
0: meeting. Yep. Um, gotta give it up to George Eater and his staff. Boy, his staff is just every, every Tuesday night all summer long, same staff. Yeah, that lends to consistency.
1: Well, but they're good too. They're I gotta tell you, they, they're point. caring people,
0: man. I'm getting to know each and every one of them, and um,
1: what do Haley? Do you remember Haley?
0: Um, no. Do you? Are you sure? It's. Hey, it's I, it like, might, when it you, might, say, you know, me and names. Yeah, yeah. It might, <laughs> you know, it might not be remember Haley. Yeah. But I will tell you that I, <laughs> if, if Haley I was right, yeah, Barbara, <laughs> she's
1: the one. No, it's actually the one right next to Nicole. That's Haley and Nicole. Right. Right. Nicole's a bartender. Haley.
0: To Nicole is indeed the bartender. Yeah. And pro- I'll, I'll let you.
1: Cause those, the, the staff. Who are is, these gents? Okay.
0: I don't know. <laughs> no, I know. I can't tell with these masks. Come on. Michael Myers.
1: And I think the stud on the left. I think he just closed Arkansas.
0: Philip one uh, L. Raleigh one L. Raleigh. Phillip. And Brunson, Michael Myers two ninety one. More delicious food. I mean, you're getting an idea, right? You get the idea of what happened here. Ah, I missed a couple of these dishes. That was that cornbread with the little peaches. It's Dave Virgin. sexy Fernando. Well, I mean, photos. You like photos? ModernEater.com. there's George Eater, got a great crew, DJ and James and Jay and Davery, I think that's the beginning, no, we still have more. There's Chuck Chagas, Steve, Catbag, and we get to know all of these guys really, uh, really personally, actually, these are Centennial Cut Strips. Well, like everyone says, this is really the only game in town if you want to go out well, and don't Well, don't go swing by that sexy picture of the thing. I had I'm to, just getting too hungry watching this stuff. I had to goad him into doing something interesting, you know, and he's like, well, you know, that was like pulling teeth. To and get that, him was that was it? Teeth. No, before that one. Oh, before this one. It was yeah. sexy. Uh... Yeah, right there. You know, I mean, don't you think that's a good picture? Yeah. yeah. Wow,
1: Jay, I'm so glad we came Shut back to up. that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Shut up. Shut up, workman. <laughs> that's a good one. I like the fire. Carboy, Carboy winery, man. If you're into if you're into wine, Carboy Winery is making some delicious. And so is uh, Savage Spectrum, for that matter. If you're into sparkling wine, all around great night. Mm-hmm. All around great night. Uh, and this Tuesday night, you got. Ooh, that's probably the picture. Yeah, <sighs> that's the picture. Kevin took it. Yeah. So far, that's the stupid Kevin. That's the one, Kevin Galliba. <laughs> stupid Kevin, so Kevin. There, they all right there. So, you want to see uh, Chef Dana Rodriguez's dinner? Do you want to see George Eater's dinner? Do you want to see um, go down the list? Do you want to see Carly and
1: Biker Jim? Biker you Jim's want to see that. dinner? Do you want to see
0: Jesus Silva's dinner? Um, and you'll want to see the dinner in person. I think there's one four top left to Troy Guards dinner. Is there? Well, Listen, I think, what I think would, one. What would we, we do if we had to back. say what was our best? Like, what if I asked you? Would you, would the you summer, say it's not fair? The or, moment or, yeah, for yeah. the summer. Yeah.
1: What was the best moment?
0: Moment, like just a moment in time. And it when could it be made food. Sense. It could It be wasn't booze. my mom passing out. No, that was definitely <laughs> that not was, a moment. That was a tough one. Um, let's see, food. I mean, to me, it all feels right at the end of the night. It just probably it's over. Yeah, yeah. But these know, things are a lot of work, man. They are. But the, the satisfaction of folks and, and when they stand up and applaud the chefs and the food comes out and you see all these happy faces. Um, I know you're trying to go down. Well, no, I was going to. I'm going to take the Jeff Rourke approach. They're like snowflakes. They're all different.
1: (laughs) Well, but listen, we could walk through each dinner, quite honestly, and say what our favorite thing from that dinner was sometime. If we had time today, uh, we don't have that kind
0: of time. uh, We have a lot, a lot to do, and it has to do with, okay, you know, what do you do when you get done with a big road trip and a summer long, a summer dinner series and broadcasting Monday through Friday? And do you take a deep breath? No, No, you take
1: a shower and do it all over again. (laughs) We uh,
0: head back out on the road at the end of this month, and then we uh, bring it all back for five days in a row at uh, Logan Street, which is attached to Carboy Winery. Did you just chew down a yawn, Jay? Yeah, I did. You just like, caught that. Yeah, I you. did. That means everybody else is yawning, too. So, um, Hey, man, I'm human, bro. <laughs> no, you're no, not. No, you are not You human. bring the action. All right. Everybody <laughs> clap, clap your, your hands. hands. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, we're going to head back out, and then we're going to bring some delicious food back for you for chefs to play with for uh, five days in a row. And it'll be their take on the same ingredients. Hey, wait. I got a name. Five chefs, five days, and five ways. Fall dinner series. Good going to be close. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, uh, you know, these guys here, for Jay Parker and Brian Freeman, myself, Greg Hollenbeck, we have to thank Will, Dr. William Blanchett. We have to thank uh, Jeff Rourke from A-Plus Beverage Solutions and Charles Murley. <laughs> Murley. Charles. Workman. Can you do the names, Workman? Yep. <laughs> Charles Murray. From Slater's fifty fifty. Thanks for you guys for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow. with What, Jay? Um, tomorrow, uh, I'm working on it. Are we heading down bro, to a remember? Tra-
1: ranch? Yeah, there's no working on it. You're getting in a car. Is he going I'm with behind the wheel? Well, he doesn't have to. Well, but I think we need a good video I'll, I'll, from our friends oh, down well, at listen, Frontier I'd, at Trout Ranch.
0: I'd be, I'd, be ha- I'd be well, I'd be happy to go. Um, I did the, the the thing that I've got for tomorrow was Stephen Gould was going to make us some drinks because he's the distillery. Let's do that too. Something. So, Jay, I'll stick around here. We'll head out. And, um, okay, I'm going to be doing an early morning, I think, to Petracco. You are what ch- do you have ch- to get?
1: uh, she had a few items. she was going to run up today, but ran out of time, and uh she said, so we've got some items for uh, you stood our her fun.
0: up, huh. I did. You blamed it on yeah, Julie. Yeah. For talking. I saw the email. I, I knew that too. was BS as soon as we Golly, said it. why would you? What are you watching? <laughs> You're like Brian's such a liar. It was not. Well, was I caught was was you <laughs> caught me flat footed. Quite <laughs> yeah. honestly,
1: I was like because her and I were talking yeah. and I was going to co- go. I got to make an early forgot. trip tomorrow.
0: Well, why didn't you go? Oh, well, Julie was it? No, she wasn't. She was no, waiting it was for me. you. The soil <laughs> count <laughs> of uh, was she, and so what? The it's a micro. count But in your defense, you had a really great, interesting conversation with somebody that you really I. In the, organic the godfather world. of organic brother. So, this is
1: a guy who started Horizon, Aurora, Alfalfa's. He was part of Gaia out of uh, Michigan. He has we, done more in organic than any he sits on the OTA trade. Are
0: we not saying his name for a reason? Oh, no, no,
1: no, no. Mr. Retzloff, man. Mark, Mark Retzloff. Great. Retzloff. He's become an we incredible should, friend and mentor to should, me over the twenty five
7: years. We and should bring <laughs> him in. <laughs> I'm
5: telling you, it's
0: in the vent, man. It <laughs> has <laughs> to be. <laughs> It's either Dump. up there or down there. Dump. I think it's up there. Which vent think. is it coming know, out man. of there, Gregory? tell people up. about the funk. I think <laughs> there's <laughs> something <laughs> coming from the ceiling, man. We got to go look. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I don't think so. Uh, uh, you'll find it? I'll find it. Okay. I think I know what it is, I think I know where. It is. I think it's something on the floor. I really do. I see? think something we spilled something on the floor that's that's not a dark color, so well, you just our, don't see that yeah. it's there and it's dried up. You know, it, it might be. Uh, you know, yeah, okay. Right. Our freezer went. We need to call Jeff Rock, A Plus Beverage Solutions, see if he fixes
1: freezers. <laughs> <laughs> hey or, Jeff, you do a great yeah. line job on tap lines. Yeah. How about freezers? Or
0: do you <laughs> take a dead mouse out of the ceiling that's blowing the vent down to me? <laughs> I think that's what it is, man. I'm telling you. Hey man, listen. You know what? Right, I this is too much I, off no, show. no, no, man. On the show. viewers are going up right now they're like yeah let's talk about dead, dead mice <laughs> hey listen man i hope there is a dead something in the vent because that i'm gonna snapchat the hell out of that if it's happening that's good content right yeah there. you guys i'll
1: tell you that's probably not
0: the case i know, I know. kicking the <laughs> rock on down the road we'll see you tomorrow on a uh, freaky friday we don't know what we'll do we'll switch up something it'll be good maybe i'll drive <laughs> <I don't laughs> yeah. will the, you be the fish uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe jay will be hosting tomorrow maybe i'm gonna send you and jay down would you be the fish
1: well we're going down to fish man. We're going down to uh right. our friend at Frontier Fish man and and Greg could jump in and I could you know I could co-host
2: with a fish and Jake could be the fish. See ya. We got to go. <laughs> Bye.